0: Hey, people. I'm Molly Wood here with my weekly dispatch on what's happening in tech and business. All right. It's been a whole week of the big RSA security conference in San Francisco. And in case you were wondering whether the security industry and the feds have found some common ground on this issue of encryption. Well, (laughs) this is the number one discussion topic at RSA this year. That was Elad Yoran. He's executive chairman of this company called CoolSpan. They make tech that encrypts text messages and calls between phones as long as you're both using the same app. So I know it seems like pretty obvious that he would be against the FBI's efforts to force Apple to open up its locked iPhone. But Elad here, he's got a more complex background than that. He was an officer in the US Army, he served in Somalia, and he was a tech advisor to the FBI. And even so... I do not believe for a second that this is just a one-time, this-device-only request that once the president is established, it will be multiple devices, and it won't just be this one, and it won't just be the FBI. It'll be law enforcement uh, across the board. Iran says as the debate continues, companies will actually just start locking up even tighter. The security companies are, are going to engineer their product so that even they themselves cannot backdoor or weaken their own encryption we already see some of that taking place even apple is doing that but the feds are not backing down u.s attorney general loretta lynch gave a speech at rsa she said she thought the only middle ground for companies is to comply with the law and she didn't say anything about whether that would weaken encryption for everyone including the government agencies who rely on encrypted communications to keep their own information secure so i guess you know where i stand Also this week, Amazon announced its follow-up to the surprisingly blockbuster Amazon Echo, the little Wi-Fi connected cylinder that you can talk to and ask questions and get the weather and play music, add to your Amazon shopping list, turn on the lights, you know, that little thing. Now, Amazon has two super odd new sequels. There's the Amazon Tap. It's like a little portable Bluetooth speaker that's also Wi-Fi connected, and it has a physical button that you press to access Alexa, which is the digital assistant. Oops, I just woke mine up. Ignore me. Anyway, during the demo, I kept thinking, wait, why do you have to press a button? And then I started thinking, wait, why are you playing Train in your demo? Play the album Save Me San Francisco by Train. Save Me San Francisco by Train from Prime Music. A lot of sound from a little package. I used to... Next song. Yeah, next song, please. So Amazon says the reason that the tap isn't always listening is because it's portable and you don't want to run down the battery. And I admit it is a super good speaker. Yeah, that little speaker is so loud. But since the coolest thing about the Echo is that you can yell at it from across the room, I'm a little skeptical about the Tap. It ships this month. It's 130 bucks. But even weirder is the Echo Dot. It looks like Amazon lopped off the top of an actual Echo. Like this device is about the size of, I don't know, a Nest thermostat. Oh, oh, they also announced integration with connected thermostats like the Nest. So now you'll be able to use the Echo to control the temperature in your house, which is pretty cool. But back to the dot. It's $90 and it's sort of like an Echo extender. It can be a speaker extender. You can plug it into older speakers and then turn those speakers into kind of a giant listening Echo that plays back good sound. You could use the dot as an alarm clock, they said, or you could just put it around the house to control various things in different rooms. And I can see that. That makes sense. But then Amazon said you can only order the Echo Dot if you already have either an Amazon Echo or a Kindle Fire TV, which has the Alexa assistant built in. Basically, you have to use your voice to order the dot. But so I'm thinking like, I get this. It's like a Sonos deal. You buy a base station and then you get some dots and you connect them around the house and maybe they could all play the same music in each room or you could control something in the basement with a dot on the top floor. I'm digging it. So I asked this Amazon product manager, is this like a base station type thing, not a standalone device? Oh, it can absolutely be a standalone product. Oh, well, all right. Well, so could it do like this cool network device thing where they all act in concert like I described before? Uh, no, not, no, not yet. Okay. Well, okay. But so then the ordering thing, that just must be like a stunt, right, for now. Later, I'll be able to order it as a standalone thing. I can't really speculate how we'll uh, release it once we, you know, continue. we uh, That's just mm. our approach right now. So I still don't totally get the dot. But hey, turns out any Echo can play Marketplace. APM Marketplace is currently playing right. on APM Marketplace. Okay. Here it is from From iHeartRadio. Coming up on the program today, climate change and the highest... All right, that's it for me this week. As you are listening to this, I'm actually off work. I'm taking a couple days off because, as anyone who has talked to me recently knows, this week is my school's fundraising auction, which I co-chair. I run solicitations for it. It's kind of like a second full-time job because I'm an idiot, and it is my second year doing this, which makes me even more of an idiot. But this year, of course, I was not happy just to co-chair the auction. Oh, no, no, no i had to tech it up i wanted to modernize i made us do a platform switch to this new software and i got my engineer friend to do all this research and find the most user unfriendly but oh so powerful fundraising auction software on the face of the earth it is like the linux of fundraising platforms it can do anything but the user interface looks basically like a bathroom And I have spent the last six months immersed in help documents and flowcharts and exporting spreadsheets to this and that and importing data. I learned how to set up new merchant accounts for credit card processing. I debated the benefits of mobile bidding and I polished my auction database into a shiny little jewel and for sure gave myself repetitive stress injury because I had to make it into a nerd auction. It worked, though, and it will all culminate on Saturday night when I will put on a very pretty dress for my gala event, hopefully raise around 120,000 bucks for my Oakland public school, and then I will go home and I will cry, people. I will cry. And after that, I'm all yours. Talk soon.